Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the 12th. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. And best of all, we use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the peaceful, restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips? And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, man, there's so much to talk about. So little time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just start with Tuesday's show. It was radio and TV, the Sheriff Mack Show and Liberty Roundtable Live. We had on Brad Rogers. He's currently an Elkhart County, Indiana County Commissioner. He was a 35-year veteran as a peace officer. He was the elected sheriff of Elkhart County for two terms from 2011 to 2018. And then they have term limits, so he went to be a county commissioner. ElkhartCounty.com if you want to learn more about Brad's service. Brad Rogers is also a CSPOA. That's the Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association board member. We have an advisory board. And we discussed this topic with myself, Sheriff Mack, and former Sheriff Brad Rogers, America, can she can she survive the corruption in Washington, D.C.? Well, I broadened the question to say not only the corruption in Washington, D.C., but what about in the several states in the union? What about in all 3,000 counties in the country? There's corruption all up and down the line. And um, we talked about that in detail, and we all agree that, yes, if we turn to God, we can. Without that, we're in serious trouble. Uh, and they expressed a lot of concerns about the way we return. Uh, Tucker Carlson, for example, highlighted this may be a national security threat. Yeah. Classified documents from Joe Biden's time as the vice president. Well, classified documents were found in a private office. Then everybody started debating the difference between the Trump classified documents found and the Biden classified documents found. And they tried to say, well, Biden was responsible. He cooperated fully as soon as they discovered them. Trump didn't, da-da-da-da. The more they try to highlight the, quote, differences justifying Joe attacking Donald, the more ground they lose. Why? Well, because now we've found out that Joe Biden had files in more than one location. So the question becomes, uh, two locations, is that worse than Donald? How come we don't have a raid on Biden's offices or headquarters or whatever the like? This is a serious problem, folks. And the more we discover, the more we find out Joe Biden was vice president. He doesn't have authority to declassify. Donald Trump did have the authority to declassify, at least some say. Either way, I don't like the partisan politics that are going on here. The left pointing at the right and vice versa. The Republicans pointing at the Democrats and vice versa. 
the two standard system where if it's the Democrats, nothing happens. They're above reproach. There's always an explanation of benevolence or benevolence uh, that goes on. Uh, And when it's the Republicans, they're always the bad guys, the white ring, white right wing extremists, the whatever. Uh, This double standard has got to go. It's not a partisan issue, folks. This is not bipartisan. This should be nonpartisan. And we should look at both of these breaches of national security as exactly what they are. Breach of national security of great concern. So there you have that. What does it all mean? Will anybody go to jail? I doubt it. Biden signs law putting kill switches in your car while we're looking into classified document concerns. See what I mean? This is out of control, folks. We also talked about Ron DeSantis enacts or activates National Guard relating to the illegal alien problem. Multiple media outlets are reporting local police and Border Patrol agents began a coordinated effort during the last week in Florida to remove and arrest migrants from the streets of El Paso. That's ahead of when uh, Joe Biden went to the Mexico border. This is a serious problem, which we'll get into hopefully more next hour. We also talked about lies of January 6th by the Joe Biden administration and the deep state are continuing. They continue to repeat the same lies that have been exposed over and over. When is somebody going to call a halt to their fake news con game? See, I don't think we ought to deplatform them like they try to do to us. I think what we should do is just challenge them in the public square. Just frankly say, you know what? Don't continue to repeat that lie. It's been proven absolutely false. It's been debunked, people. Ray Epps, for example, the suspected federal government agent, exhorted crowds on January 5th and 6th to storm the Capitol, yet he's never been charged. What's up with this kind of stuff? Thou shalt not kill posters coming to Washington, D.C. Can they help curb gun, gun violence, asks WTOP Radio. Well, I know this. We need more than just putting up one of the Ten Commandments. That's for sure. But it's a start, and turning to God and God's Word and God's commandments is certainly one of the best solutions I've seen yet from somebody else besides me. Anyway, there you have that. In hour two, we talked about Tucker Carlson highlights lies about January 6th, says that the lies have been absolutely relentless. We played a big old clip from Tucker Carlson that was absolutely spot on. Sam continues the questioning monologue that Tucker Carlson uh, began with. Will the new Congress get to the truth? I don't think so. I doubt it. Then we had on a guest, Al Jackson. We talked about uh, his incredible speech at the Eagle Forum Convention, critical race theory versus freedom. And Al Jackson's a black man doing a great job telling the tale. He says, look, I'm not a victim, and uh, we need to stop this race stuff. It's all lies. Wow, good for good for Al Jackson. We also talked about the American Family Association's action alert in the left's, quote, New America If you stand with Christ, you will pay a price. And we highlighted Jesus' warns in John 15, 18. If the world hates you, know that the world's hated me before it hated you, Jesus Christ says. It's a great reminder. But Shailene, or Jaylene, I'm sorry, Daniels was an incredible world-class soccer player from Denver. She earned top honors in her high school 
college and professional careers, but then she took a stand for Christian principles, and they shut her down. Was she gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, hating? Of course not. But anybody who is true to their Christian beliefs is considered hateful and bigoted in the lie society we face today. Our prayers are with her, that's for sure, right? Wow. That was a recap of Tuesday's show, which we didn't have time to get to. Why? Because we were doubling down on yesterday's show. We had more guests than probably any other show I've done in my entire life. We talked about Diamond. That's Lynette Hardaway. She's Diamond of the Diamond and Silk duo. Died on Monday at age 51. Hardaway's death was confirmed by her sister's official Twitter account. What a sad tale. And uh, many people suspect that there was some vaccines or COVID-related issues uh, with that. The U.S. House was supposed to vote on the Born Alive Act. They did yesterday, but of course it'll be shut down in the Senate. So even though it was wonderful and I commend the Republicans, it was largely, sadly, symbolic only. We had some incredible guests yesterday. We started out with Lance Miliacho. We also had CEO of Global Tech MD with us, Dr. Jake Johnson, Johnston, and we talked about their phone numbers, 844-GLOBE-MD. That's 844-GLOBE-MD. Their website is globaltechmd.com. And, man, those guests stayed with us the whole time, but then we threw on a bunch of other guests, Ann Vandersteel and General Michael Flynn were the first two guests to grace the Liberty Roundtable Live Airwaves. Then we had Dr. Judy Mekovich. And Dr. Tracy Stroop, both with us, incredible guests in their own right. We talked about the fact that approximately 73% of all doctor visits can be solved with a single telemedicine phone call. We talked about telemedicine for the people, by the people, veteran-owned and veteran-operated, and open to veterans and the general public. We're talking about access to the doctor's network. 24-7, 365. Second hour, we continued the two-hour special and had more guests on. We had on guest Pete Santilli and the health ranger Mike Adams. Mike Adams is also the owner of Brighty on Radio and TV, which we're grateful for his support carrying our broadcast. As conservatives work together to tell the tale of liberty and take on the mainstream press, Like never before, the new media is indeed taking center stage. Mike Adams and Bridie on and Liberty Roundtable Live and LovingLiberty.net were all together proving that we're busting up the mainstream press narrative. Their ability to gatekeep is gone. Yeah, we talked about the fact that there are thousands of board-certified doctors in the network. That's huge. We talked about their incredible low wait times, less than seven minutes to talk to a doc. We also talked about the fact that it's not health insurance. It's a great complement to your health insurance and or a standalone product. We talked about that it's less than a dollar a day. We talked about you don't have to sit in waiting rooms exposing you to other sick people. We talked about included at no extra charge discounts up to 85% on many prescriptions. Anyway, incredible. I'll tell you more in seconds because you're listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. 
former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. show and guests yesterday and there's a new network by patriots which is telemedicine 73 percent of all doctor visits can be handled with a simple telemedicine call first and we talked about included in the membership is five mental health therapy sessions by a mental health expert per incident as part of the plan less than a dollar a day you say why is that important well you know what sometimes uh, circumstances are very tough for people especially people that live alone or that are elderly, uh, etc. We talked about the corporate and club memberships are available. We talked about no cancellation fees, no contract, no wait period with immediate access. Available 100% of the geographic United States. Uh, incredible. We finally finished by talking about what direct primary care is. Do you know what D- a DPC is? It's an innovative alternative, folks. It's a payment model that improves access to high-functioning health care with a simple, flat, affordable fee membership plan. So here's the deal. You pay your doctor every month a small fee, okay? Uh, and then the, when you need to see the doctor, you don't have to pay a fee. There's no copay. There's no fee because you've been paying your doctor every month, right? And so the defining element of a DPC, direct primary care physician, is an enduring and trusting relationship with your doctor, Right? Why? Because he gets paid when you're well. And he doesn't have to work when you're well. He's just kind of on call, right? And that way, when you're really sick, he's got time for you because he's not so overwhelmed with everybody coming into his office. 
he can spend his time on research and keeping up with what's happening. Uh, and he can encourage you to do things that aren't like sick care. When you're sick, go get health care. Things that will help you with exercise and diet. And he can focus on all the things to keep you healthy. Because if he can keep you healthy, then number one, he doesn't have to work very hard. And number two, when he does need to work, he's got plenty of time for you. It's an incredible new model taking the United States by storm. I've got a DPC, and I think you got to get one, too. Anyway, two incredible shows yesterday, Wednesday, and Tuesday that I wanted to talk about. Without further ado, Brian Rust, welcome, sir. Thank you very much, Sam. Glad to be with you. Rust, coiningift.com. We also have Kelly Finnegan. Welcome back, sir. Good morning. Good to be here. All right, let's start with gold and silver, shall we? Let's do it. So gold is at 1884. 18 what? $1,884. Wow. It's it's hardly any different at all, huh? Well, it bounced up about 40 bucks from last Thursday. So it's 1884 uh, even, right? Yeah. Silver? Uh, 2378. 2378. So that's only up a couple of cents, right? Yeah, 30 cents. Yep. What do you think? You would think there'd be a whole lot more volatility when you find Joe Biden with classified documents just all over the country and stuff like this. You'd kind of think things would get a little more volatile. Well, wait a minute. In the stock market, they are. How come they're not for precious metals, Kelly? Well, they just came out with the inflation rate, and it's only 6.5%. So it's lower than it has been. So everybody thinks that's great news. So, of course, the precious metals take the hit. Even Bitcoin's up over 18,000. So, you know, gold and silver are doing what they're supposed to do. They're holding everybody even. Well, chaos reigns around us. Wow. Now, that's interesting. Uh, Brian, what do you say to this, though? You would think that things would be more volatile even in the metals world. But for some reason, he's holding tremendously steady regardless of it. I mean, look, all the big boys are planning to lay everybody off. Even the big (laughs) banks are talking about laying people off now. I don't know if you saw this latest, but BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager and possibly the most high profile of the so-called environmental, social and governance, ESG, uh, investment charity, they got to cut like 500 people, according to Bloomberg, because they're just melting down, Brian. Yeah, there there you go. But, oh, hey, all's well in Zion, isn't it? Even though they're having to lay all these people, isn't everything just perfect, great? (laughs) Well, what if it's my paycheck? Then it's not all well, Brian. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's not all well. But, boy, they sure want us to believe everything's just fine. Everything's going. uh, It's all part of the plan. Now, what plan plan. is that? (laughs) Well, I have a plan. Here's what I was kind of thinking. I was kind of thinking that we ought to just let Joe go. Because we yeah. are so broke, we're $30 trillion in debt. We're upside down on even the yearly budget big time by, what, a trillion dollars or more. Uh, we don't have the money, and uh, we cannot afford Joe's $400,000 salary anymore. We just got to let him go, Brian. Yeah, let, let's ask Kelly what he thinks about uh, how, how what, if, is it $30 trillion, Kelly? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like $31.4 trillion that we're in hole. And by the way, Sam... Joe's already gone. 
<laughs> in terms of his mind or in terms of his physical yeah, presence? Yeah, Because whenever well, I see the guy he, anywhere, he's staggering around. He I don't even know or, that he can walk sometimes around. Sometimes he wanders around. The Secret Service are having to be really busy keeping an eye on where he goes. They tell him which way to turn, and he just goes straight. Well, he's easier to keep track of than, <laughs> than Bill Clinton was. You know, Bill would take off on Lolito Express and stuff like that. And nobody could find him for hours. And then, the, you know, so you Joe's easier Jeffrey to find Epstein, than that. You, if you can find Jeffrey Epstein, you can find Bill Clinton. Well, Bill's still alive <laughs> now, though. Now, I kind of wonder if um, Jeffrey Epstein's still alive, too. But that's a whole nother topic. All right, I guess a computer average, or I'm sorry, a computer outage, an outage at the Aviation Administration literally brought flights to a standstill yesterday with hundreds of delays cascading through the system. It was nationwide, and this time you can't blame an airline, they say. What do you think about the whole system literally going down for almost two hours, Kelly? Well, that just shows you how really in trouble we are with the grid and everything everything is so computerized and online that nobody knows what to do if something goes down if there's a glitch or there's a, a bug in a program and so it just shows you too we got a guy in charge who isn't in charge who's clueless about what's going on you know he's only there because you know so he dropped out of the primary that's that's the only reason he's there he has no clue what's going on and you're talking about Pete Buttigieg or whatever you call this guy's name. That's yeah, Buttigieg, the transportation yeah. Expert. yeah, Buttigieg or whatever they call him, Buttigieg, yeah. Yeah, judging everybody's butts, Buttigieg up there, Brian. I don't know. This guy's running the whole operation, my friend. Yeah, you know, I think the grid is a, a bigger problem, we think. And, I, and maybe this is just a testing, you know, a testing point here and just to see how the people are going to react. And obviously if you're on a flight or so on and everything goes down and now you can, I mean, that's, this is starting to get, uh, become bigger and bigger issues with these airlines as far as, you know, getting people around and, and, and so on. But I, I think the grid, like you say, I mean, they, you know, it's a testing point. They want us to be digital as far as even money, you know, let's get it all digital, but we, we, there's so many problems out there. And I would have to say the 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 criminals or big government government criminals are just antsy to just go hey this is awesome if we can just get everybody on board with this digital stuff man how much control can we have we can stop it like that just click a finger and everything just shuts down people can't get their money from banks can't go on flights can't i mean we haven't seen anything yet all right well it, to your point on that we talked about a documentary a couple of days ago on the radio called um, grid down, power up. Go look for that um, if you want to really get a handle on what we're talking about here. But it's called Grid Down, Power Up. And uh, it makes you kind of wonder, what in the heck is programmable money? Now they're talking about programmable money at the Fed, Brian. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's uh, We can add a little boost to your your account and we can take a little from that account we can bury some in this account <laughs> i guess it's a it's a boost from the fed nice <laughs> well, i was thinking programmable money would let me just get like this special you know federal reserve note and then i could just put my own number on there brian can't i do that <laughs> yeah. just, <you> know? <laughs> sure let's well, yeah there you can well, yeah, it's, it's all there <laughs> yeah you can do that kelly but you'll go to jail if you do right yeah. Well, I, I think 
now we're seeing what the real plan is with the dollars to try to just kill the dollar and make sure nobody uses it so they can come up with this CBDC that's programmable. And, and places like Brian's shop, you know, you want to buy what? No, 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 no. You, you can't do that. Or you want to travel where? No, I don't think so. You already went on one plane trip this year, so you're done. So, yeah, this is uh, – there's, there's a lot of people, you know, that I've talked to that are really starting to worry about it. Uh, and the young people are even starting to, to worry. Nobody wants it, but they can have hey, young throat anyway. Hey, yeah. honey, um, we used to have $10,000 in our bank account. Do you know what happened? It's only showing 1000 right now. And our house payments is supposed to come out right away. Um, what are you going to do, folks? Programmable money? Liberty Roundtable Live. God bless us all. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Inflation continued to cool ever so slightly in December, one-tenth of one percent to be exact. But consumer prices continued to sweat American wallets in December, rising to 6.5 percent year-to-year. One lucky California resident won big in the latest Mega Millions drawing Tuesday night, but it was not the big money. According to KTLA, the winning ticket was sold in Hacienda Heights. The individual won $4 million by guessing five of the six numbers correctly. Friday's Mega Million jackpot is estimated at $1.35 billion. Oklahoma plans to execute a man this morning who was convicted of killing an older couple and committing other crimes before authorities nabbed him in Texas 20 years ago. 62-year-old Scott James Eisenberg is scheduled to receive a lethal injection at the Oklahoma State Penitentiary in McAllister at 10.30 a.m. local time. The Department of Homeland Security has responded to a Republican congressman's efforts to impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for high crimes and misdemeanors and violating his constitutional oath of office. The reply stated Congress can do better, end quote. The resolution notes over five and a half million illegal aliens have crossed our southern border under the leadership of Secretary Mayorkas. California is getting much-needed rain, but at a cost. Tens of billions of dollars in lost productivity and widespread damage is being reported. The death toll from California's stream of storm systems went to 18 on Wednesday. The Sonoma County Sheriff's Office is reporting the body of a 43-year-old woman was found inside her submerged car in Forestville. That's just over an hour's drive north of San Francisco, California. Storms are expected to keep hitting the state through the 18th of this month. Redheads unite. Today is officially Kiss a Ginger Day in America. USA News. Streaming on Peacock. Fellas, I'm getting married. From the creator of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday. Come with us to Quinn's wedding. Guaranteed to put a smile on your face. An executive producer of Insecure. They want to make unfinished business into a movie. That book caused a lot of drama. Get your popcorn ready. Maybe just like old times, only better. The Best Man, The Final Chapters, a new limited series, streaming now, only on Peacock. 
Let's get lit! Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code USA. Or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. All right, so the Federal Reserve says that, you know, hey, this programmable money term, it's a little bit unclear. And uh, so they're writing tech documents to try to um, nail down the components of what constitutes programmable money there. So I've decided I'm kind of a computer guy, and I got an idea, Brian. You ready? (laughs) Yeah. You know, tell me what's on the $100 bill right now. The picture on a $100 bill, Frank? Yeah, yes, sir. Who's that, Ben, you say? Ben Franklin? All right. What if it just changes because I can program that baby, and now it's Sam Bushman? <laughs> you like I that, love man? It. What do you think, Kelly? Sure. Sam Bushman on the 100, baby. Well, I tell people, you know, I, I can do a Post-it note and make a, one of those uh, markers that they use at the store work on it. So, yeah, that's, that's fine. Do your own thing. Yeah, you just cross out the 100. With one of those markers, like a markdown, but it's a markup in this case. And this is a $1,000 bill, Kelly, with Sam's picture on it, baby. <laughs> Most people wouldn't know. What the heck is going on around here, Brian? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> We're it's, a, it's craziness, huh? It is insanity. All right. It turns out that a group of more than 40 Republicans are sending a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland, and they're saying, hey, man, all these classified documents that Joe Biden has lost or whatever, um, there's a problem. Several of them are related to the Ukraine and Iran and the United Kingdom. I mean, these are hotspots, Ukraine and Iran, right? Uh, but these documents were found six days before the election, meaning just November 2022, a couple of months ago. Okay, they found these six days before, but they held the information and didn't release it till this week. Brian, Kelly, um, that, to me, that's election fraud again. They withheld the Hunter Biden story for 2020 and the scandal there. They suppressed that. They promoted negative stories on the Donald. And now in 2022, they find out that, that, hey, it wasn't just Trump that had so-called classified documents. Um, Biden did, too, and Biden has them in more places than one. But they didn't release that information until after the election cycle. I mean, I can't point to a greater election fraud story than that. Kelly? Yeah, I mean, you can just tell that the media is in with them on this to, to hide this stuff. You know, let's. And and if that's the only way you can win votes, then you really have a weak, weak party. But that's the way they want to play the game. And, you know, the Republicans just sit there and and, and when they do get in there and get their chance, they don't take advantage of it. So, you know, there's there's blame came out. I don't want to say there's blame on both sides, but, you know, there's times when you have to press the advantage that you're given. And and right now is the time to really come out and talk about what's going on. 
Brian, what about this, though? Look, it happened in two election cycles now. You cannot tell me that some of these close races, especially like in Arizona with Kerry Lake and others that are down to the wire of a few thousand votes, if that story was released and was talked about in the media as much as it is being talked about right now, right before the election when it deserved to come out, because if we, if we control the news and delay it, that could have very well changed the outcome of certain elections. If people are just like, you know what, the Democrats are bogus. Uh, look at Joe. He's done the same thing. He criticized Trump for doing da 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 and, and but they withhold that story. I submit to you that it's an election fraud situation. Brian? Yeah, I, th- I think you're right, Sam. You know, what, what irritates me is the fact of, of checks and balances. You know, our government, it was we were supposed to have, you know, our, our government in place where there is checks and balances. And that they've just thrown that out the door. I mean, I, I'm, I'm frustrated from, from both parties because nobody – there's no checks and balances. It's, it's a good old boys club. They all – pat each other on the back and, and and so on but they don't they don't care if the corruption they don't care about any of the american people really because the corruption's out there and it keeps showing its ugly face but there's no check and balance as far as okay what do we do in this instance well it says we ought to do this well let's not do that let's just let's change the rules to to you know you know i don't know i mean they just change the rules but there's no checks and balances and then they don't they don't they just point fingers I'm going to point finger you. You did this. Hillary did this. You know, Biden's doing this. His son's doing that. I mean, it's just it's it's absolutely ridiculous. And so I, hey, I just don't know who programmed this really, money to be on. Who programmed Brian's face to be on that hundred dollar bill? It's supposed to be me. <laughs> right. Brian hacked the money. What the heck's going on around here, people? See, this, this is insane. Three dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm on the three. And what are you on, Kelly? <laughs> what are we gonna put Kelly on? Uh, I'm on the I'm on the two dollars and twenty five cent bill. Wow! So you can just make it any denomination you want to, man. Sure, like a check. Kurt, <laughs> Kurt's on the Kurt's on the ten. Kurt's on the palladium bill. Oh, you know, there you go, rhodium bill. The rhodium. Yeah. Now, this group with more than 40 Republicans asking Merrick Garland, saying, hey, what the heck is Joe Biden doing over here and stuff like that? You think there'll be any uh, forthcoming answers, Brian? No, I, I, that's the problem. I don't. I just I think that they, you know, they, they're looking for things and so on. But it seems like every one of these situations, everything's just pushed under the carpet. And let's not talk. We're done. We're done with it. Let's move on to the next thing. Or they create something else that we can all oh, let's talk about that for a while. What about my Bitcoin or what? Hey, I, I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, Kelly? Just really quick, I just want to say that just shows you that the American people is their enemy. The Democrats yeah. and Republicans don't care. They only care about us when it's time to elect somebody, you know, and then they just need the vote so they can say that they've got, you know, our, our, our backing. But really, it's the government is against the people. I agree. Sad sad but factual so here's my if i'm merrick garland or if i'm you know kind of the democrat let's say i'm the press secretary for joe here's what i'm going to say you know the president has been a brave reproach in politics for decades he was chagrined to learn about this uh, other underlings must have not put files where they were told uh, and therefore you know what we um we really believe that the president has done all that he can to make this right glad we got the documents back uh, glad that uh, Joe cooperated so completely. Um, and I, I, I don't really know more what you want than that. I mean, we, we'll put things, we'll put, 
absolutely put things in place to make sure this doesn't happen again, okay? And that's all you're going to see, folks. I don't mean to be rude, but the Republicans have no power. And let me prove to you the point. Why is there only four or 40 Republicans on this letter to the Attorney General? 40 out of, do you know how many Republicans we have? 222 in the House alone. But that doesn't count the Senate. I don't know if senators could be on this, right? But look, what do you got? 49 or 50 senators plus 222 congressmen. Look, how many is that? I'm not very smart. It's like 270 plus. And you've only got 40 that are willing to even send a letter. Double the amount that we're trying to stop the speaker and failed. But not enough to, in my opinion, do anything but rearrange the chairs on the Titanic, Brian. That's it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a good old boys club, and it's not. You know, you t- say it's Republican and and Democrat. Well, what? It's a it's a group because there's a mostly that whole group is on the same side. They're pushing the same agenda, and and those that stand up for for truth, and and for what's happening, and and the people that uh, is such a minority that they just don't care. I mean, look, you're not going to get anything done here, and that's what I found. You know, some of these people, you know, like like Chaffetz. Chaffetz, yeah, when he was in there, he just yep. said, "I can't, I, I can't do it. I can't do that. I, I got I, because it, it's, it's there's e- so much evil here. You can't get anything done. So he just, he, you know, he said, tries to do, you know, these guys that go in and say, oh, 'Oh, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to.' No, you're not. You're not going to. It's a club. You're not going to do anything. And if you don't do what they want, you're done. So it's, it's pathetic. Yeah, and you and can I, swim upstream for a while, and then after a while, you just got to go limp, huh, Kelly? Well, yeah. uh, I say too, it's sad that of all those, what was it, 20 congressmen that put uh, McCarthy's feet to the fire, not one of them was from Utah. They're all like, right. and, and, and even Curtis said, this is embarrassing. No, it's embarrassing that you're willing to let this guy get in there and just. Yes, yeah. it is. It's a sad tale to tell for sure. And you know what? I wish these Republicans well. I just don't think they'll have a whole lot of a pay dirt where that comes from. And let me give you an example to make the point. People are starting to even just tire of the dribble coming out of Elon Musk. So according to a new batch of internal emails released by Elon Musk related to Twitter, turns out that a guy by the name of Scott Gottlieb, he used to be the head of the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, Uh, In the revolving door, he became a, quote, board member at Pfizer, okay? So while he's a board member at Pfizer, former, you know, FDA leader, he was lobbying Twitter to take down posts from other doctors that accurately pointed out that many studies are now showing that natural immunity was superior to Pfizer's COVID vaccine. He literally is now caught pushing Twitter to take that down, to violate the First Amendment. But do you hear anybody doing anything? Are there any figurative heads rolling over this? Sadly, not on your life. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. 
As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, so according to a new batch of emails from Elon Musk, this guy, Scott Gottlieb, used to be the head of the FDA. Now he works for Pfizer. What a satanic revolving door. Nevertheless, he's lobbying Twitter to take down doctors' accounts and shut down their posts they basically tell you from a physician's point of view that natural immunity is superior to the COVID Pfizer vaccine. This guy's caught on record via these emails, literally pushing Twitter to shut these doctors' accounts down, Brian. <laughs> well, there you go. Doesn't meet their agenda, right? So they've got to they've got to step in and and. Uh you know, push that agenda so that, that the people don't really hear the truth. There you have it. What do you say to that one, Kelly? I mean, that's just over the top. Well, well, you get, you know, the people that are at the Fed and, you know, the Treasury, they all work at Goldman Sachs. And it's just this, hey, this is the next way. This is how I make some money off of what I did, quote, unquote, serving the American people when really all they're doing is serving themselves. <laughs> And, and, yeah, they, they, they took an oath, you know, Hippocratic oath to not do any harm, and here they are doing harm not only to the patients but to the doctors that are trying to help people. It's shameful. It's sad, but, again, this is where we need heads to roll, though. You're literally the leader of the FDA. You leave through the revolving door and go straight to Pfizer. Talk about a conflict of interest. And then you literally use your, quote, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, mojo, power, authority, whatever misplaced reality you want to call this. Um, and then you use that then to push Twitter. Where do you get special privilege with Twitter anyway? Because you're big pharma, because you're former FDA. What gives you that, quote, clout? And now when we talk about lobbying uh, Twitter to do certain things, um, man, you've got conflict of interest everywhere. Heads should roll over this kind of stuff. 
Brian, but I don't see anything. I mean, the mainstream press isn't even reporting it, really. Well, it is. It's the power. It's the power of position. I mean, we've seen that power of position with with Biden. We've seen, you know, power p- position with Clinton and and even Trump at times, I guess. Or, but that's the that's the issue. I mean, that you know, you know, you do this, or this is what we're going to do to you, or. You, you, they kind of leverage their position right there, and they kind of create their agenda. Here's where we're going, and if you're not part of that, it's it's even you know the press, isn't it? Isn't it the those those that run the press? They they push that agenda. It's you know this is what we're going to talk about. We're not going to give anybody any kind of voice. We'll, it's our voice, and that's that's what we're seeing. So, I mean, it's evident. So it makes you wonder where to go from here. Hey, do you happen to have a gas stove, Kelly, like in your house or whatever? Uh, I don't right now, but I did, and my wife loves it. I've got um, one. Sir, what, excuse me, you got one, Brian? Yeah. It's your great. stove's not electric, it's gas? Gas. All right, well, you ain't going to be cooking. Any, you know, you used to say we're cooking with gas. <laughs> no longer for you, buddy. That's right. Your government literally, your government literally wants to shut down your stove. Now the headline says, "Gas stove ban averted for now." But where do these clowns come up with this stuff, Brian? Here's what they say: They say that having a gas stove in your house is like having an idling car in your house. Great. I don't. You got an idling car in your house over there, Brian. Man, your lungs are going to be caked with all kinds of toxins, buddy. You're going to, you're not yeah. even going to be able to breathe. Well, in the western well, they never... U.S., how do you think most Brian? houses are heated? This is Kelly. But how do you think most gas. houses are heated? I well, my, heat is, my house is heated with gas, but that's not the stove, buddy. <clears throat> it's even worse. We can, kill you, we can kill you faster if you can't eat than, than making you cold or warm or whatever. <laughs> So we now, if they were worried about first. you putting your head in the stove and turning the gas on, then that's a problem. Oh, hey, wait a minute. A Hold on. This is getting crazy fast. <laughs> Brian, what do we do? I mean, this is this stuff is just beyond. I don't, we laugh and don't know how to discuss it. But they've already banned coal-burning stoves, right? Well, yeah, unless you, you know, for every, what is it, uh, Kelly was telling you, that for every coal Coal mine we shut down, China <laughs> brings up three more. So, I mean, is it <laughs> – anyway. But, yeah, I I don't understand that. I don't understand the – get. you know, it's – it's yeah, they've got to protect us on every level, and that's – oh, that we're just – yeah, those of us that have gas stoves, I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't realize, Sam. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, you quit cooking with gas. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> I heard I heard somebody say that the the best thing that the government creates is fear, and they're really good at it. Yeah. And I would laugh at this story and dismiss it, except they've really already banned coal burning stoves. You can't have in your cabin or your house or whatever downstairs basement or whatever a coal burning stove anymore. You know that, right? Yeah, I know they had it on certain days. You couldn't have wood, and I know coal's been out for a long time. Yeah, so see, I mean, they're they're coming for you. Now, here's what's fascinating. I thought they were trying to turn all the coal-fired power plants to gas, Brian. What the heck are they doing? (laughs) 
good point. <laughs> That's what I see. <laughs> I mean, I just, you can have a gas-fired power plant because you can't have coal. And that gas-powered or fueled power plant, whatever you want to call it, that can feed electricity to your house, and then you can electricity cook your food on your stove. But you can't have the gas directly. It's got to be the coal. I mean, it's got to be the power plant level, not at your level, Brian. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. What? Hey, like, I question. We're we're all our coal here that we're we're mining. Where's that coal going? I see they load it on these trains, and they you, you just know, need to quit running. mining it, buddy. Oh, they okay. We got to stop okay. mining no, that coal then. They're still running power plants with it. You go down to central Utah, oh. and you can see them taking it down there to do it. But the electricity, oh. that's, that's okay because it's out in the middle of nowhere, so it doesn't affect anybody else. And that power goes to California, so it's okay. Oh. But see, Sam, oh, okay. your problem is you're thinking too logically. So you just, just go along with it, <laughs> and, and, right. and then, you know, then we're fine. You just... You got to stop looking at the details and thinking logically. <laughs> so why don't I create sense. T-shirts, and at the top of the T-shirt it would say Liberty Roundtable Live, and below it it would say No, no gas, gas. Okay, there you go. What do you think? <laughs> well, with the question mark, so people ask it. Well, what, what does that yeah. mean, Sam? What, what are you what? talking about? It's like, okay. well, you can't cook with gas anymore, man. You're going to kill everybody in your house. <laughs> I know we've been doing it for your whole life and your whole dad's life and mom's life. But man, I'm telling you right now, it's about it's like a car idling in your kitchen for crying out loud. What, did, wasn't there something? Everybody? Wasn't there something out there we were talking about here uh, a year or so ago about the gases and the cows and 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 uh, wasn't there some issues with that? You know, the cows. Yeah, if we could get them to fart electricity, a... then we could turn that into power. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Cow, what do you think? That's right. What if you have a T-shirt that says "My cows fart electricity"? I mean, they got electric guitars. Why not have electric cows? See, now you're talking. Right. Now we're It'd be like we're, time for time for milking. What the heck is solution. going on? I just we don't mean to laugh at them, folks, but otherwise, I kid you not, you just want to cry over this kind of stuff. It is so. I don't even know how to describe it nonsensical that you can't even discuss this. Now, Representative Byron Donald, he's a black gentleman from Florida, a nice guy, a Republican. He was one of the guys they talked about possibly being speaker, but he didn't get enough votes. But here's what he did. He went on Maria. Uh, what is it? Bartiromo? Is that how you say her name? Anyway, and he yeah. went on there and he said, hey, man, Biden will face trial conservative news with the piece do you think uh biden's gonna face trial like byron says um, yeah but, uh. but it's for his maker that's where the trial will be oh he's got to wait till he dies all we got to do is install a gas yeah. stove in his kitchen and it can speed that, that probably up. isn't gonna be long i mean he's I, i'm surprised they haven't already said that he's you know uh brain dead He's one of them Uncle Toms, isn't he? That's the first problem. Uh, what do you think about this, Brian? Though, look, they say that Biden is going to, um, you know, have accountability for this and face trial and everything else. Do you see that? No. You really think so? Because I, th there's no accountability. I, we're already seeing this for years for anything. We, we, we want to push for this and that. And let's get to the bottom of this. Are we ever getting to the bottom of all these situations that are put before us? No. 
just a reckless abandonment from any accountability. Wow, I just find this shocking. I mean, look, all hour I brought up stories about literally scandalous behavior by, I don't know what you want to call it, government, bureaucrats, big business, whatever, uh, and I don't see any accountability anywhere. I see people talking about it. I see people writing letters, you know, but it's kind of like writing a letter to your county. Hey, can you please make sure that I don't pay taxes this year? And then they just round file that sucker and go, oh, my gosh, this is goofy. I mean, is that the only state we're at? Because I don't really see anything uh, looking at accountability or or upping the ante. You know, the Republicans, you know, put this committee together that they're going to go ahead. And, and no offense, all that is is partisan. The Democrats did the same thing against the Republicans. Now the Republicans are upping the ante and doing that to the Democrats. But nothing's changing. This isn't nonpartisan. Right. This is just pointing, as Brian pointed out earlier, this is just pointing the finger at the other guy. Right? Yeah. It's, what about, I mean, Fauci is Fauci. Is there any accountability for him? No, he just gets paid billions of dollars or millions of dollars for, for you know, just what he wants to blare, blare out of his mouth. What, uh, Kelly, you were mentioning something. If you were to take the shots, you and your wife or something, you'd be dead. You'd be dead based on your health. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. So, I actually have a, a, my daughter and I, yeah, a carrier for blood clots. And if I'd have gotten, you know, injected, but, and I knew all this crap, you know, because I did things for the FDA before the, uh, on the, not fast and furious. What do they call this one? Uh, work speed or whatever. Yeah. I'd, I'd be dead if I'd had gotten injected with the vaccine. So, yeah. All right. Anyway, I look at this thing and I just kind of go, man, I don't know really how to respond to this next hour. I'm going to play this Maria clip. Uh, with the Byron Donalds and everything else. You know, they have great, I don't know what you want to call it, political theater over this kind of stuff. But I don't see anything that's serious. Have you heard about the 15-minute cities, gentlemen? No. 15 minutes. I haven't. Yeah, they're called 15-minute cities and the right to travel. Uh, Really quick, just uh, to close on this, and I'll dig into this uh, later in more detail. Uh, but they got 15-minute cities, and the idea is you need to be able to live and walk anywhere in your city for 50, within 15 minutes, and you can get everything you need, so you don't need a car or anything else. It'll increase exercise, and it'll uh, be really gentle on your wallet and very environmentally friendly. So I want you gentlemen to be thinking about what you're going to call your 15-minute city. Uh, next time we talk, hopefully we can remember to talk about that. What would you call your 15-minute city? <laughs> what uh, you are here. city? You, you are, are here. here. Yeah, because there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so much. We're flat out of time. We appreciate you. Uh, Brian, thanks. Kelly, thanks. Thank you very you much, Sam. com, baby. You got a friend in the honest money business. God save the republic. <laughs> <laughs>